all hear me? Yes, we can hear you. Okay, thank you. Um, good morning, everyone. Um, the the subject or the theme for our, for our um, meetings this uh, this month is a com combination of um, November and December, right? So we're having two weeks, and um, the theme is repentance and um, a renewed mind, and um, both of them go together. And I, I'm not going to. Um, I, I I really enjoyed everything that has been um, going on with uh, the last few days. I've been really really blessed. Yesterday, Pastor Zika, and the day before that, uh, Pastor Stephanie, and um, it's just been a blessing. Not only to hear the word, but also the fellowship the communion and to, to see people from different parts of the world, from different walks of life, from different endeavors and journeys coming together like this, diligently, consistently, not just you know to pray, not just to share, not just to listen, but in fasting, in seeking the Lord. And um, I'm, I'm, I'm blessed by it, and I thank every one of you for what you are doing, and I pray that God will hearken unto your voice and put your name in that book of remembrance, that book of remembrance that the Bible talks about in Malachi. You see, we all, we, we, a lot of times we talk about the book of life, the book of life. But there is another book, a book of remembrance. That book of remembrance is important as well. And we should not neglect to aspire to that book, to be in that book. And the way to do it, the Bible lets us know. It says, and then they that feared the Lord spoke one to another often. They spoke one to another and thought on his name and meditated on his word. They came together just as we're doing, just as we've been doing in prayer rain, coming together to focus on him. It says, and the book was opened in the presence of the Lord. It says, and their names were written. God records all this stuff. It says, and in that day when I shall make up my jewels, when I shall make up the crown, the jewels of my crown, Say so then they will receive their reward. And we know that periodically God visits. The times of visitation comes. And I pray for each and every one of you today that not one of us will miss our day of visitation. Amen. When, the Lord, when the Lord comes bearing gifts, when the Lord comes bearing bounties, when the Lord comes bearing reward in his hands. Because we could have been doing something else. We could have been, you know, consumed by what's in the news or what's in the world or, or this or that. We all have lives. But we have set aside this period of time. And I want to thank you so very much for it. Now, on the subject of repentance, I don't think that I need to 
explain or expound or open up anything for you guys because you already know repentance is turning away turning away but as as pastor zika explained yesterday it's not necessarily because you have seen in your life or there's something particularly you know but it, it's it's in degrees you could be high up here and god said come up even higher and so the the things that i want to focus on today is going back to last month when we talked about the foundational doctrines of christ and it begins with repentance from dead works and it says repentance from dead works and then of faith toward god and the theme scripture that we have from matthew chapter 3 when jesus came and began to preach the message of repentance it says repent for the kingdom of heaven is at hand repent for the kingdom of heaven is at hand what he's saying is that that way that you are going or the direction in which you are facing is not the direction from whence the kingdom of heaven will come. So you have to turn. And he spoke to all of Israel, repent, turn. The kingdom of heaven is at hand and it's not coming from the direction that you are facing right now, that you are looking at, that you're expecting it from. He says, so turn. And Paul said something, he says, if they shall turn to the Lord, if they shall turn to the Lord. In 2 Corinthians, he was talking about um, the glory that was on the face of Moses. When he came down from the mountain, after being in the presence of God, the presence had rubbed off on him. The glory of God had rubbed off on him. That Moses didn't even know that his face was glowing. The same glow that the, the apostles experienced or witnessed when Jesus was praying on the mountain. And they said they were in a vision and they saw a transfiguration. His, he was chained. There was a glow, a glory. And then a voice came out from heaven. And then they saw Moses and Elijah with Jesus. And so he says, if they shall turn to the Lord. In other words, there is a necessity of turning. There's a, there are adjustments to be made. And one of the biggest areas where this adjustment needs to be made is in our mindsets. Our mindsets. And so the theme we're talking about this month is repentance and then the renewing of the mind. The renewing of the mind. You see, we can 
understand spiritual things from observing nature. Because the Bible lets us know in Romans chapter 1 that the invisible things of God are made manifest. Through the things that are made, we can understand the attributes, the nature of God from observing some physical things. Nature, because he is the God of nature. He made, he created the order of nature. And so in, in the idea of mindsets, what I, wanted to, what I want to focus on just briefly is looking, looking at water. Water will take the shape of its container. If you put water in a bowl and put it in the freezer, when it reaches freezing point, a freezing temperature, when it freezes, it adopts, it takes the shape of the container that you put it in. If you put water in a bottle and you put it in a freezer, it takes the shape of the, of the bottle, whatever size, whatever you know, shape, if it's a square container, if it's a rectangular container, if it's a you know, trapezium looking container or whatever kind of container, you know, a circular container or just a, you know, straight line, you know, whatever. However the container is, the water will take the shape of it. Now I want us to begin to think about our minds. Begin to think about the mindsets. The mindset of the righteous, the mindset of the just, the mindset that God requires of us. Where he is not just telling us to do things like robots. No, but he's telling us to adopt certain mindset. He's trying to get our minds to be shaped in a certain way. So that wherever we are, in whatever situation, whatever circumstance, our minds will be able to filter the circumstances and the situations of life through the prism of the word of God. And so repentance becomes a function of light. Because we don't know what darkness we are in until light shines. Just imagine, just think about if you walk into a place that you've never walked, you've never been to before, a room or a house that you've never been to before. And as you are knocking on the door, the power goes out, NEPA strikes. For those of you in Nigeria, you know what it means for NEPA to strike. NEPA strikes. Or is it PHCN? They call it now. NEPA strikes and the power goes out. And then you walk through the door in darkness. If you've never been into that house, you don't know if there is a table to your right or to your left. You don't know where the obstacles are to avoid tripping. You don't even know if there's water on the floor or if it's just a hole right there like there's a depression like you have to climb down some stairs to get into the house so 
you wouldn't know because of the darkness. And so when the light shines, for example, the generator kicks in, in that situation, what happens becomes you see the outlay of the room. You see where the obstacles are, where the pitfalls are, what to avoid, how to navigate your way to get to the, the seat that is reserved for you or to get to the, 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 comf, the, 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 the um, couch or the love seat or you know, the recliner or whatever you know, particular seat or even maybe just to go to the bedroom. You have to climb upstairs or whatever. But when that light comes, it influences your mind. You're able to interpret the situation that you are in better because of light. And so in our lives, we may not know. We may be functioning at a particular level. But until light shines into our lives to expose the areas of darkness, we may not know. We may not know. And so when light shines, it informs us. And when we become informed, our mindset changes. Our mind is adjusted. We're able to interpret what is before us and to take the appropriate actions or the appropriate decisions in that situation or in that environment. And so the Bible says to us, the entrance of thy word gives light. The entrance of thy word. And remember in, 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 in John chapter one, it says in the beginning was the word. The word was with God and the word was God. The same was in the beginning with God. All things were made by him and without him was not anything made that was made. In him was life and the life was the light of men. And in Genesis chapter 1, in verse 1, it says, In the beginning, God created the heavens and the earth. And the earth was without form and void. And darkness was upon the face of the deep. And God said, Let there be light. And there was light. But we realize that the light of Genesis chapter 1 is not talking about the sun or the moon or the stars. Because if you go down to verse 13 of Genesis 1, you find out that God created the sun. He created the moon. He created the stars to rule by day and to rule by night for seasons and for this and for that. So what light was he talking about in Genesis chapter number one, verse two? When he says, God said, let there be light. What light? If it was not the sun or the moon or the stars. It is the light that John refers to in chapter 1. The light was the life of men. 
And the Bible lets us know in Ephesians chapter number, number five, it says, whatever makes things visible is light. Whatever makes things apparent, whatever brings awareness is light. And so it says the entrance of his word gives light. And so now we're getting into a place where we see repentance, not just as I sinned and I'm asking God for forgiveness. Well, repentance is a turn, is a turn, is like a navigator telling you to make a left, make a right, make a, you know, navigating your way into a higher levels, into a more acceptable, because when we begin to see the concept of the renewing of the mind and what it does for us, it says that you may be able to prove what is that good and acceptable and perfect will of God. He says, I beseech you, brethren, by the mercies of God, present your bodies a living sacrifice, which is your reasonable service, which is your reasonable act of worship. Present your bodies a living sacrifice. And be not conformed to this world, but be ye transformed, metamorphosed by the renewing of your mind, so that you may be able to prove. Now, the idea of proving is similar to the idea of a customs agent in a country, in a sovereign country. A customs agent stands at the checkpoint and says, this is permissible to enter in, and this is not permissible to enter in. This is okay to enter in based on certain yardsticks and measurements and instructions and predetermined directions that this is okay to come in, this is not okay to come in. And so we become, when our mind is renewed, when, when light enters, we become aware of how to navigate, what is acceptable and what is not acceptable, what can come in or what cannot come in. We begin to pick and choose to, dis, to discern. The Bible says that, says strong meat belongs to those who, have grown, who by reason of use have exercised their senses to discern between good and evil. So we don't just swallow everything. We don't just accept everything. We don't just receive everything. No, we scream things and say, this, is, this can't come in. And so our circumstances and our situation tell us something, but then we stand and say, no, unacceptable. Wrong, wrong, wrong application or wrong instruction no i refuse this okay you can come in blessing come in prosperity come in health come in sound mind come in boldness come in fear no fear not so we're able to distinguish and to discern between good and evil and that became that becomes a function of the light in which we operate. And so we, as we, we talk about repentance, we are looking at a function of light. It is the light of God when it shines into our lives. It shows us, it removes, it expels darkness. It removes darkness. 
It says, and the light shineth in the darkness, and the darkness comprehended it not. The darkness could not withstand the light. The darkness could not, you know, resist the light. The darkness could not overpower the light because when light comes, darkness recedes. And so the light of God is the thing, is the key ingredient in repentance. Because, you know, like we said yesterday, when Pastor Zika was talking, it's not necessarily about, oh, I have this in my life, which is, that is okay, that is as well. But it comes into the area of our minds where we talk about the renewing of the mind now. And the renewing of the mind can only happen when our mind is transformed. And the transformation only happens when light enters. And the light is the word of God. The light is the word of God. It shows us in, in, in Psalm 119, and it shows us in John chapter 1. And it shows us also in Genesis chapter 1. Light. And so we can say, based on Genesis 1 and John chapter 1, that God created the world with light. By light. Because the light was the life of men. So as we as we as we begin to talk to contemplate this, we have to connect both and to see it, the full picture of it. And the next point that I want to bring up is this: repentance always goes with thanksgiving. Repentance always goes with thanksgiving because when we say that I turned away to a different direction, we have to be aware that the ability to turn is as a result of light exposing a darkness before us, exposing obstacles before us, exposing a futility of our own way before us. So when Jesus came and started to preach repentance, he says, repent for the kingdom of heaven is at hand. He's saying to them, turn away. That direction that you are facing is not the direction from which the, the kingdom of heaven that we have anticipated since the foundation of the world is going to come from. The things that we have heard, this is God who has sunken times and in diverse manners spoken unto us by the prophet, has in these last days spoken unto us by his son, Jesus Christ, by whom also he made the world. Who is the brightness, the effulgence of his glory, the personification of deity, Jesus Christ. He says, I am the light. I am the true light. And so we, we see that repentance is not necessarily just limited to sinning and forgiveness. Actually, that is at another 
dimension of the foundational doctrines, when we talk about the cleansings, that's when the washings, and we can see those when we go back into the five books of Moses, specifically Leviticus, when it talks about the different types of cleansings. And then we see Jesus explain this when he talked about the cleansing of when he washed the, the disciples' feet. He said to them that he that has taken a shower or he that has taken a bath doesn't need that any man should want to should it doesn't need to wash save his feet. And so I, I, I want us to pray this morning. That in any area of our lives where there is darkness that hinders us from seeing, from knowing, from experiencing that which God has ordained for us, that which God has set aside for us, that which God has called us into, that the light of God will shine in that darkness and expose it. And that we will receive the commensurate ability to walk in that light. He says, if we walk in the light, as he is in the light, then we have fellowship. But if we do not walk in the light that he walks in, then we are not walking together. We are not in koinonia with him. If we walk in the light as he is in the light, then we have fellowship one with another and the blood of his son, Jesus Christ, automatically cleanses us. He said to Abraham, he says, walk thou before me and be thou perfect. He's not telling Abraham to don't do anything wrong, don't make mistakes or anything. No, he said, walking with me accords you perfection. You are perfected in my presence. My presence is the purifier that you need. If you are standing before me, if you are in with me, walking with me, if you are in fellowship with me, there is a cleansing that happens automatically because my presence does that. He says, walk down before me and be that perfect. He's telling him, say, look, listen, you, he, you, if you're looking for perfection, walk with me. If you want to be perfect, walk with me. He's not telling him, do this or don't do this, do this or do that. No, I say, walk with me and be perfect. He says, I am your shield and your exceeding great reward. In other words, the Hebrew scholars say, I am your shield and your reward will be great. But we're not, we're not, we're not doing, we're not, you know, di digressing too far. Repentance and the renewed mind, the function of light. And then we talk about Thanksgiving. You see, this is the key, Thanksgiving. To give thanks for the lights. To give thanks that God 
so merciful and so kind, so gracious, that he will show us and expose to us the areas of darkness. Because without his lights, we will not be capable of changing our minds, or changing our direction, or changing our ways, of cleansing our ways. It says, Where, wherewith shall a man cleanse his own ways? By taking heed thereunto, unto thy word. How are we going to make, be cleansed? By taking heed to his word. By taking heed to his word. His word is the light. And repentance is a function of light. So it doesn't matter where you are. It doesn't matter what your situation is. It doesn't matter what our lives look like on the outside. What we need is light. Because when light comes, darkness flees. When light comes, we're capable of making better decisions, making better choices, of resetting our minds, of molding our minds into such a framework that is able to decipher and discern between good and evil. The Bible says a prudent man sees evil afar off and takes steps to avoid it. Because vision is a function of light. What you see depends on the light with which you see. And so when the word of God becomes the, 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 the operating system of our mindset, when the word of God is the, is the container that molds our minds, then our minds begin to take the shape of the word of God, like water takes the shape of the bottle or the container that it, it, it's, it's put into. And so let us begin to pray those two, those prayer points. That in whatever area that there is darkness, that the light of God will shine. And that we will receive the commensurate ability and the capacity to make informed decisions based on the light. That we may fellowship with him in the light. And then uh, that finally we would give thanks. We would give thanks for the grace to receive light. We will give thanks for the grace to receive light, the, the light that helps us to navigate and to change our directions. Go ahead and mute your mics and begin to pray. Jesus, Papa, 
Thank you, Father. Thank you, Father. Uh, I'm just reminded uh, by the Spirit of God that um, about something Jesus said in Matthew chapter number four, he said something about the eye. He says the eye is the is the lamp of the body, right? Mm-hmm. He says the eye is is the the window, the, the 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 means through which light enters the body. He says, and if your eye be single, your whole body will be full of light. He says, but if your eye be evil, you see, see, then there's darkness. And one of the things that the Bible associates with darkness is ignorance. Mm -hmm. One of the things that the Bible associates with darkness is ignorance. And God said, my people are destroyed for the lack of knowledge. My people are destroyed for the lack of knowledge. And so, God wants us to focus exclusively on his word. God wants us to focus exclusively on his word. To be so immersed in his word. So that our eye will be single. So that our body will be full of light. So that our decisions will be in alignment with the spirit and the will of God for our lives. It says one shall chase a thousand, two shall put 10,000 to flight. There is a multiplication of stupendous levels that comes when we are in alignment with God. There's a, there's a, there's, see, the world, there are things that the world has never seen that is incapable of comprehending that God has reserved. And so I want us to focus as we carve out just a little, one more prayer point before we go into our Thanksgiving for our eyes to be single to remove distractions, to remove considerations outside of the word of God, to remove those influences, those things that have come to to, um, negate or to water down the efficacy and the power of the word of God in our lives. It says you have made the word of God of non effect by your traditions. Those things that we have, which we call dead works last month, dead works that negate and water down and make the word of God ineffective. 
I want us to pray that those things be removed today. As we begin to pray that the Lord will remove those things. And this is a function of his lights. This is a function of his lights. This is the light shining in darkness and the darkness comprehended it not. Jesus said that the prince of this world comments and he find nothing of himself in me. Ha. Ah. That we may be able to say that. That we may be able to stand and say, the devil has nothing of himself in me. The devil cannot lay a finger on me. Why? Because there is nothing that belongs to him in me. He has no claims, no rights in my life. That we may be able to say that. That we grow in the word of God. That we become strong in the word of God. That we may be able to say, I am in him and he is in me. Yes. That we may be able to say that Christ is alive in me. Amen. Christ is at work in me. Yes. Christ is fully domiciled in me. Amen. Amen. My body is the temple of the living God. My body is the temple of the Holy Ghost. There is no, no inch, no square inch of my body, of my life that the devil can have access to. We begin to say that as the light shines into every crevice, into every area of our lives, into every dark place and exposes the darkness. It doesn't matter what it is. It doesn't matter how long it's been there. That the light of God will shine. Just open your mouth and begin to pray right now as we go into this prayer point and then we'll go into Thanksgiving in a minute. I'll just open your mouth and begin to pray. That our eyes be single. That so our bodies will be full of light. That our eyes be single. So that our bodies will be full of light. That there is no way that the light seeps out of, of us. The light is concentrated in us. The light shines in us. In every area of our lives. We are open to God. We are open to We are yielded vessels to him. We are open for his light to search the inward parts of the belly, to search all the inward parts of our souls, to search, oh God, all the hidden things. Oh, yes, for we have renounced the hidden things of dishonesty. Oh, we handle the word of God with honesty. We handle the word of God with integrity. We handle the word of God. Oh, we do not faint. Let our lives be full of light. Oh, 
Let my mind be single, Father, in the name of Jesus. Let my whole body be full of light, Lord. Let me Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. Oh, thank you, Father. You are the Father of lights. You are the Father of lights. And in you, there is no darkness at all. You are the Father of lights. Oh, in you, there is neither variableness, neither shadow of turning, oh God. Oh, there is no shadow of turning with you. You are the same yesterday, today, and forever. The one who was and who is and who is to come. The ancient one. Oh, we thank you, blessed Lord. We worship your name. We glorify your holy name. And as we finalize and close, I want us to begin to give thanks unto him. Oh, thanksgiving is an offering, a sweet-smelling savour unto him. Oh, when he ordained the temple worship, when he ordained the sacrifices in the wilderness, when he ordained the sacrifices of the temple, when he ordained the sacrifices of the tabernacle, he said, offer it by fire. Oh, fire. Oh, let it ascend unto you, O God, as incense. Be kala mashinda kariagusta. Oh, by fire, blessed Father. Receive, O God, the oblations of our lips. We give thanks unto your holy name. We give thanks unto you, O God. Begin to give him thanks. Begin to offer the fruit of your lips. Giving thanks unto his name. Giving thanks unto his name. Giving thanks unto his name. Come with a thankful heart. 
Thank you, Papa. Thank you, Holy Father. For your grace and kindness, oh God, I thank you. For your mercy, oh God, I thank you. Because you have not dealt with us, oh God, as we deserve, blessed Father. For your loving kindness, oh God. For your mercy and endurance, oh God. For your patience, oh God, leave Bakashatakandaria. Legara Shatra King the Sedaunga Pa. Thank you, Father. We glorify you, O God. Thank you for your kindness, O God. Thank you, O God. Oh, for the word of God says that as a father pities his children, so does the Lord pity us. He looks at us and he knows us. He knows us. He sees us. He has mercy on us. He's gentle with us and he's kind with us. He's patient with us. And he nurtures up us. He carries us in our times of weakness, in our times of trepidation, in our times of uncertainty. He's gentle with us. He's patient with us. As he was with the children of Israel in the wilderness. As he was when they had no shepherd, oh God. Oh, you gave them a shepherd. You gave us a shepherd, the bishop of our souls. Thank you, Father, that you have not left us alone. Thank you, Father, that you have gone to war for us. Thank you, Father, that you have made war on our behalf. Thank you, Father, because you have marked us out, oh God. You have separated us. You have numbered us unto yourself, oh God. Oh, you have put the blood over us, oh God. And you have said, touch not my anointed and do my prophet no harm. Thank you, Father. Oh, thank you, Father. Thank you, O God. For we have gone out and come in. We have gone out so many different times. We did not know the things that, that we are, the traps that were set for us, the pitfalls that awaited us. Even when we made mistakes, O God, you covered for us. Thank you, Father. Thank you, Father. We will never stop thanking you, O God. We will never stop being thankful unto you. Thank you, Father. Thank you for your love. Thank you for the blood of Jesus Christ. Thank you for the gift of the Holy Ghost. Thank you for the word of God. Thank you, Holy Father. We glorify you today. Oh, hallelujah, hallelujah. Blessed be your name forevermore. 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 Thank you, O Lord. Thank you, O Lord. Thank you, O Lord. Hallelujah, hallelujah. Glory be unto God. Amen. 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 Amen.